All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to T's and TDs. I'm David Kaplan, flying solo for a quick one today. The uh, the real job has has been busy, so uh, didn't quite have the time to do the production that I wanted to to have somebody else on and chat about all things golf. So I'll give you a couple quick nuggets, and uh, we'll start looking ahead to the Honda Classic uh, by myself very quickly. Um, Quick note on the Honda Classic. Just a good weekend to go out and kind of do whatever you want to do this weekend. It is an incredibly difficult golf course. Uh, it's fun to watch, but the field typically is not the strongest. This tournament has a way of producing some really good finishers. Uh, Ricky Fowler had short odds when he won. Same with Sung J.M. He was in the 30s, I believe, when he won. But it also really produces some long shots. Keith Mitchell, uh, when he won a couple years ago, I believe was 200 to 1. So it's just a little bit more of a crapshoot and uh, a little bit difficult of a course. And when it doesn't have the strongest field, uh, sometimes it's it's a little bit tougher to, to really know and assess what you want to do. So uh, I have a couple names that I'll give out uh, just based on the model that I've I've run via rickrungood.com and just kind of listening to some nuggets uh, throughout the week. Uh, mixed bag on the uh, Genesis last weekend from a betting perspective. Congrats to Joaquin Neiman for getting the job done there. Super awesome to watch. Amazing to go wire to wire. Really shocking that he's only 23 years old, but uh, you could tell that uh, he's a deserving champion. And in that field, to win in that way was incredibly impressive. Same thing for Cam Young. I, I was listening to the First Cut podcast the other day and Essentially, if uh, if Joaquin Neiman isn't playing off this planet last week, we're talking about Cameron Young beating a field, uh, being chased by the Morikawas and the Justin Thomases of the world, uh, and and probably winning the Genesis. But obviously, Neiman played, and it's a bit of a moot point. So we start the Florida swing. So we have East Coast golf now. Thank you to California for providing some really good venues and some really good tournaments here the last couple of weeks and Arizona. But uh, we moved to Florida again, really difficult course, typically brings some difficult conditions. And sometimes you just don't really know who might come out and win this thing. So I of that uh, in that with that in mind, I'm going to keep the betting card relatively light this week. There are some names that I like that I'll throw out there. There's certainly some uh, money to be made if you uh, if you want to take a chance on some some long shots. But there are some names that do appear to be decent course fits that are in relatively good form that I like that also some of them have plus odds to top 30, uh, which I always search for plus odds to end to top 30. I think that could be uh, something to chase. So important thing to know about this course is that it's, you know, we said this about the Genesis last week, but uh, it is not typically a birdie fest. Usually uh, about a dozen under par gets the job done. And uh, that's certainly something we've seen from our last handful of winners. And it's certainly something that we can expect again. The wind will be, it seems a bit down for this, but there's water on 15 of the 18 holes. Short game is going to be a premium again. And honestly, strokes gain tee to green. Just getting to the green is is a challenge. And, and there's a lot of penalty strokes out there. So it ain't over until until it's over. Uh, obviously, the bear trap is a, a famous stretch of holes here with a lot of water, 15, 16, and 17, and certainly some challenging shots. So we get a lot of really interesting visuals on this golf course, and it's relatively flat and uh, different kind of grass and grain. So uh, some guys who maybe struggled in California with a flat stick could be in for some big weeks here coming up as we start to deal 
with the Florida swing. The favorite of this tournament is Sung J M. He's 13 to 1. That's a high number for Sung J, but he's a previous winner here. And he's playing relatively well, not knocking the world's socks off, but uh is unflappable, has good course history here. At 13 to 1, that's a little steep. Not something I'm gonna be putting a ton on, but definitely would like a piece of him uh if he wins at 13 to 1. The next names are on the odds board that I'm going to kind of be staying away from. That's Daniel Berger, Joaquin Neiman, Brooks Kepka. Berger, some injury history here in the last couple of weeks. Uh, hasn't Didn't play particularly well in Arizona when he did come back. He is, this is a hometown-ish course for him. He's a Florida guy and lives near this course. So the type of golf that made him successful is the type of golf that he can play here, these, these Florida types of courses. But just haven't really seen it out of him in the last couple of weeks. And that's going to make me a little bit nervous to bet him at 16 to 1. And with Neiman, you know, I, I keep thinking about his quote that he gave to Amanda Balionis at the end of the tournament last week, just talking about how it felt like a month, that sitting on those leads every night was, was a challenge. And while he does have the ball striking prowess, I just have a hard time believing that a guy can go back to back on these two courses uh, on two different coasts. And uh, just from a fearly fading the winner who uh, got the job done last week perspective, I am thinking I'm out on Newman at 16 to 1. Neiman, excuse me. Let's talk about Brooks at 20 to 1. Not a great showing from Brooks uh, last week at the Genesis. I just don't know how much I'm going to trust him at this non-major venue here. Maybe he gets it right and, and, and plays pretty well, but uh, this just isn't a get-right type of course. And I just, you know, he, he plays well when conditions are tough. There's it's been some chatter of a correlation between U.S. Opens and, and this course just for pure difficulty. Uh, but I, I just don't know if Brooks at 20 to 1 is something I really want to take a chance on. Here's a guy I do want to take a chance on at 20 to 1, and that's Louis Oosthuizen. Could potentially be a huge week for him. He struck the ball pretty well, played pretty well the last time uh, that we saw him in Arizona. He finished 14th at the WM Open. And for all intents and purposes, when the tough gets going, Louis gets tough. And that's certainly something uh, that I'm paying very close attention to. Still has yet to win on American soil. And this could be it. I I really do feel like uh, him at 20 to 1 is good value. Uh, The model that I typed in likes him a lot. The next guy that I really like is the previous winner. I've mentioned him already before. Keith Mitchell, 35 to 1, is a name that I really am excited about betting at 35 to 1. He has been very, very good off the tee. His irons have been pretty good. He's figured out a way to uh, to do some putting. Obviously, he has some comfort on this course, uh, being a previous winner, having outdueled Ricky and Brooks uh, a couple years ago uh, and avoiding a playoff with those two guys and finishing on the 72nd hole uh, to win the golf tournament. So I, I truly think that Mitchell, the way he's striking the ball from tee to green, could be a pretty good bet this week at 35 to 1. He has plus odds on the top 30. So that's the type of guy that I'm talking about. Just a smidge down the board, Brian Harmon, 37 to 1. <clears throat> Has some ball striking improvements that we've seen in his game here in the last little bit. Not super long off the tee, but that's not going to kill him here. Incredible short game and hasn't really putted that well here in the last couple of weeks. So Harmon at 37 to 1, plus odds to top 30. Yet another name that I'll be diving into. Originally had Christian Bezaden here, 41 to 1. I really liked him last week uh, at the Genesis and he didn't make the cut. His short game is awesome. I just, uh, and, and this could be the week that he puts it together. 
I feel like I say his name every week just because he scrambles and is able to get the ball up and down and, and avoid bogeys at a pretty good clip. But uh, we just haven't seen that uh, highlight of his game be really good uh, at a venue that we needed to be good at. So he's a guy that uh, I talk about uh, as somebody who I'm on the fence about, but probably won't bet. I, I crossed his name out. Two more names I really like. Denny McCarthy at 55 to 1. McCarthy is is year over year one of the best putters on tour. Lately, the ball striking numbers, according to uh, Rick Gaiman's model and, and his, his database, his ball striking numbers have been a little bit better. His iron play has been pretty good. If he can match the accuracy that we've seen and the good ball striking along with the incredible putting, uh, that could be a pretty good recipe for success here. So McCarthy at 55 to one again, plus odds on the top 30 there, something that I really like. And finally, Chris Kirk, he's a guy that typically plays really well, has a couple good finishes here at this course. He's at 70 to one. Uh, does another guy who's a pretty good tough course player that I really, really like and uh, will certainly be putting a, a small dabble on uh, for Chris Kirk as well. So uh, Tazen, uh Keith Mitchell, Brian Harmon, Denny McCarthy, Chris Kirk are just these sort of top of the line names that I really, really like. It's fun to sort of go way down the betting board here, given that we've had some really long shot odd type of guys. Uh, I'm not going to go too, too far. Uh, if you've been on this podcast with me, you know that I'm a big fan of Hayden Buckley's ball striking. He obviously didn't play well at the WM Open, but he kind of came out uh, of the blue. I'm pretty sure he didn't play a practice round because Webb was a last minute withdrawal. So uh, if he gets his ball striking in order and plays pretty well, which he does have a relatively good statistical profile to do, we've seen some winners out of nowhere here and at 150 to one, uh, he's a guy that I'll probably be placing a, hey, what the heck uh, type of bet on as well. Uh, those are just some names that I really, really like coming here to Honda. Again, I will not be watching this tournament as closely uh, as I usually do, getting ready for a couple of the other Florida uh, tournaments that I'm getting very, very excited about. But uh, that's about it for me. Hope you guys have a good one. Thanks for listening to T's and TDs. All the best to you uh, if you put small, 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 small amounts here this weekend. And uh, all the best.